are now listening to United 96 Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to United 96 on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here, here for a truly boring, nothing happening off-season podcast. Right, John? Absolutely nothing happening or going on right now. Uh, I screwed something up. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, nothing at all. Uh <laughs> Sorry, live viewers. I pushed a button I should have pushed. Um, yeah, no, I, this was a this was a very boring week. Nothing going on. Certainly no changes for DC United or the, or the Spirit. Nope, nothing. No major sellings. Very quiet on decision day, as you can see. My chair, back on my chair. I'm sure producer Brian's working quietly in the background. But you can hear our voices. Hey, there we are. All right, uh, big day. Uh, I had a I had a I had an interesting week. Thank you for asking. John, you never we didn't get to that John. part yet. You get that part. We didn't you get to that, that part. You didn't ask oh, what mine was. Part. You just asked if there's anything going on, Ted. Well, you should lead. You should lead sometimes. Okay. How was your weekend, John? Oh, I don't know, Ted. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, I'm I'm excited to have this week start and, and get going. But, uh, Ted, how was your weekend? What did you get up was, to? It, it was it was good. Uh, I was I turned 31. Much Congrats, to, much, much to my much to my chagrin. Uh, watched some soccer, took the day off on Friday from work, which was very nice. Um, and then watched the U.S. Uh, lose 2-0 to Canada, um, which was a mistake. I, I should learn never to never to do that and never to read Twitter afterwards. Goodness mm. gracious. I, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if I can really, like, drive much, derive much from that game. The U.S. were poor. But everybody, basically, uh, the, the conclusion is they should fire, despite being second in World Cup qualifying, still pretty much well on pace to qualify for the world cup they should i've i've surmised from twitter that they should fire greg berhalter which that worked out well last time um every single player is terrible uh there's or there's too much talent on this team um it was a bad it was a bad week i think they'll i think they'll turn around against a pretty bad honduras team beyond well well on path for qualifying i think a lot of people do need to realize that um the big difference between canada and the u.s is that the u.s is basically bringing players into their system from a few months ago. Um, yes, they are the more talented team. Canada has been doing this. They've been preparing for this for a while, I think, is the major is the major difference here. It's also um, it's also colder in Canada. That is the other difference to keep in <laughs> mind. Ted, uh, you know who they should hire if they if they fire Greg on a short-term contract? Who's that? Jurgen Klinsmann is available, and um, he is, he's, ready, he's ready to work at any time. I'm sure he's got, he's, he speaks the language. He's got a lot of ideas. Something to think about. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Whatever you say, John. Okay, uh, before we get before we get into the show, before we get into the DC news that you guys actually want to hear, uh, remember, we are now on United 96 podcast feed, so please go download, tell your friends, rate, subscribe, Google us. I actually had a friend who was saying, uh, on the news you dropped yesterday, uh, John, or a couple days ago, I think, uh, and someone say, hey, there's this new podcast, United 96, that says apparently we're tight on the budget. I said, oh, yeah, that's my podcast. No, 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 it's not RFK. So some people don't know we are we are United 96 on the RFK hey, Refugees Podcast Network. It takes I'm, time. I'm takes fine time. with that. I think that would be funny. I think it'd be funny if there's like <laughs> United 96 only fans, and they think that RFK, not, <laughs> not United 96 only fans. That's another revenue source that we've not explored, but people who don't listen to RFK Refugees. Refugees. That would be very. That would be very bizarre. But anyway, yeah. You gave you gave away you gave away the April Fool's joke, man. You just no, like, I gave didn't. it away. <laughs> I gave away our our Q three uh, revenue plans is what I gave uh, our actual <laughs> ones. But yes, please do uh, to subscribe on all any whatever podcast uh, instrument you use. But also, if you wouldn't mind giving us giving us a review or a rating, or well, rating is fine. But I'd love a review. I love iTunes reviews. Uh, if you if you use those, 
the Spotify just does, uh, you can just like give it stars and that's fine. But I love when people get to actually say what they like about the show. So do that wherever you can. We appreciate it. And then we'll just keep on making these 30 minute uh, tight podcasts this week full of news. So enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're going to keep it, keep it coming at you. All right, let's get into the DC United news. And it was a dizzying, dizzying week. I think you can say the least. Um, you remember last week when we talked about how, uh, like, oh, we think Kevin Prittis will still be here. We did. We're not sure how big the interest is. Literally the day after the show drops, it basically starts to become, it's basically a done deal. $7.3 million, $7. million uh, for Kevin Paredes. He is off to Wolfsburg. Um, I'm current. We are currently all scrambling to order Kevin Paredes jerseys. Wolfsburg is now the new favorite team. Yep. There might be a new spinoff podcast called Wolfsburg Today. On That's why we did a network. <laughs> it's, we, were, we were ready for this at any time. <laughs> We were prepared for this. Uh, John, initial thoughts on the move. Obviously, uh, the team – we'll talk about who the team maybe uh, moved very, very quickly to bring in and yeah. what implications that has. But first thing, first thoughts on uh, – what's your thoughts on the Kevin Paredes transfer out to Wolfsburg? I think all of us were not ready for it to happen this soon. I think we all wanted one more one more run. Uh, he, I'm sure if you're watching this show, you're following all the team's social media stuff. Uh, and saw the speech he gave. Uh, he gave he gave a speech at the training center as he was leaving, uh, where he called Steve Birnbaum a legend. Somebody commented on him. He's like, "That's what that's what these academies were built for. That so someone would one day leave the team crying, calling Steve Birnbaum a legend. That's that's that is that's like where you want it to get. And that's where it was it was awesome. And I think I tweeted about it too. Like for people who give this amount of time and effort and passion and money and whatever else to support a team to see the players care that much, it validates the time you put into it. It validates that it's more than just, uh, a, you know, their employer. It's more than just the federated model of major league soccer where there's owner operators. It's different, right? So yeah. that was, that was awesome to see, but he is, a, you know, they're, they're, they're cashing in right now on, potential that's a this is a potential amount of money he had a, he had a great he had a great season he's on his way up players have had great seasons and and not followed them up before that is that would not have been the first i'm not saying that about him but dc united had to when when given the opportunity to cash in this way on a player who is still building his portfolio of what he's going to be uh they got to do it this is this is this is how this this is how the network and everything else becomes sustainable by by cashing in on these moves yeah, and, and I think so. There's a lot of people that have you know come to me who have been talking on the boards about how well DC moved too soon. They should have waited a year. They should have waited a year. I personally, I if you get the number you're looking for, if you get the number that you think you're looking for, I think they did not think they would get the offers that they were getting for Kevin Paredes come in. I think they, they were probably still getting some three, four million dollar offers, and then when Wolf, Wolfsburgs comes in and drops seven million. At double what your val- what your what people have perceived his value to be, you have to take it. Um, you have to go and grab it. And and I think you can't. I think this team has gotten burned. You know, like I said, from the Acosta move, um, the Andy Nahar move when he left too soon. They took kind of the first offer there. I think they were hoping for a higher sell on fee that never came. I think and I think the lowest the low sell on fee. I think it was ten percent. Maybe is something to to discuss. Uh, but I think this is a we need to make sure we get value. I think the the send off they did also helps send a message to prospective academy players, to other players that are of Kevin Paredes's caliber that maybe we've heard about a little bit. We don't know about that sends a message. Hey, 
you know, the tech guru Pietro was assigning, hey, look, even if we sign you for Loudon, prove it to us and we'll make sure you get that contract to DC. The Kevin Prada signing is all about, hey, if we think you're good enough and we get an offer, we're going to sell you. Like, you're not going to be stuck with us for years. And that's an important thing I think that DC needs to change. Uh, they probably held on to Bill for maybe a little bit too long and maybe should have made a move on him to actually sell him instead of losing him on a free and then getting him back. Uh, you look to some other players maybe that they kind of that they lost uh, Brian Kao, who's now being loaned to the fourth uh, fourth Bundesliga um, and, and some other players that shunned D.C. because they're like, look, I'm not going to get the playing time. I'm, you know, look at the countless players that have come through. So I think it's an important message in that front. Maybe they could have gotten 12 million. He also could have gotten hurt and then you would get maybe nothing for him this summer. So look, I think you had, you had to make that move. Look too at players like George Bello, who was transferred today to a Bundesliga team, I believe for around two and a half, three and a half million dollars. And he's a player with uh, six caps for the national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he is, he's a little bit older. I believe he's, he's a little bit older than, than Kevin. And I think Kevin probably has consensus, a higher ceiling uh, than, than, than George does. George is sort of, like two or three years down that line. Uh, but, you know, to double that money on a player for potential, I think you make that move, you know, nine times out of 10. Unless you were in a place uh, as a club where that money wasn't going to make a difference, A, and B, uh, you were very, very close to maybe being, uh, you know, MLS Cup, and he was going to make the difference. And that's not where this team is. So no. th- this, you, you make this move because of where you are right now. And we're all happy. The show is happy. He was that Kevin has moved on and, and gotten this opportunity. We were happy to have gotten to speak to him on the show uh, last summer, I think right after he scored his first goal and got to hear that story. Uh, but, you know, kudos kudos to him. And uh, now the next question is who's next? Who's the next yeah. DC United player to make that big jump? Well, uh, hopefully it's not, it, it won't be this window. So hopefully maybe this summer we'll <laughs> see what happens. Yep. The, uh, the official European windows are now closing shut today. I believe they've already closed shut in uh in england so i don't think we'll see anything uh, we'll talk about how maybe how difficult with a lot of the windows around the world closing shut how difficult it might be for dc to bring in a replacement to this guy paul Ariola, coming in from fc from fc dallas uh we'll get to we'll get to some of the additions later i know there's an addition we need to talk about with uh with kevin Prittis, but i want to touch on this uh finally official two million dollars in general allocation money 1.5 million today and then some some down the road for Paul Ariola, we've talked about this. Now it's all said and done. The dust has settled, John. Any any change of opinion on this? Uh, he did write a very, very touching letter to DC fans, um, basically saying, you know, the club never pushed me out. It was my decision. It was my family's decision. Seems to hint maybe, you know, he is uh, have has a longtime girlfriend slash, I think it's just a longtime girlfriend. I think so. so yep. I, I think there may have been, may have been some, some general unhappiness there about where he was staying. Um, and also there's been a lot of talk about where he's moving and, and Dallas, I think Dallas are going to be good this year. They are spending big. Uh, I think they're trying to make a big splash in ways we haven't seen before. Um, I think the 2 million is, is, is certainly, uh, certainly a decent haul for him. Um, I've come around to the idea that this was probably from a team perspective, probably the best, the best move. Um, it gives them some room. We'll see if they maybe save it for for the summer, um, or maybe they've already spent it. I, I don't. Their cap situation is is a is a, a mystery. Huge no one question knows. Mark is a huge mystery. We we've uh, we've reported on the show that it's apparently very tight. Some people, eagle eyed fans, have pointed out that doesn't seem to make much sense. 
I don't know. I don't know what the cap situation is. It'd be nice if MLS made that public. But John, any any sort of remaining thoughts on Paul Ariola? Yeah, we'll miss him. I think uh, uh, you noticed that uh, his impact could have been felt in that in the U.S. game. Uh, he's still he's still a player with a uh, with an incredible skill set, and he will be missed here in a bunch of different ways. Um, and the team has yet to make a move to really replace sort of his skill set yet. I don't think. Um, so. We'll see. I think $2 million is a good $2 million in GAM, $2 million in funny money, is uh, good for a team that is operating under constraints and also for a player that wanted to leave anyway. This You, you, you maximize what you can get in a situation where you don't hold all the cards, where you don't have the, the final say. So, uh, you know, happy with that. Wish he could have maybe stayed another year. You know, between him and Kevin, uh, Paul would have had... Probably, I think Kevin would have been the player I would have rather had kept. Paul has had now a good a good amount of time here, and uh, you know, the team we knew what the team was sort of when he was clicking, and it was good. But I, I would have rather have seen Kevin stay and see sort of what his growth was going to be this year. But good good luck to him in Dallas. I think, like you said, they they have spent that Ricardo Pepe money. They're 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 not playing around, so they'll be fun to watch uh, as long as we don't have to play them at any point uh, and <laughs> at MLS Cup, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have to see him unless we go to the MLS Cup. I guess that's the one the one good thing. Um talking about players coming in, um I think we got to talk about the Taxeris Faltus trade has now been made official. I hope I got that right. Uh, we've been practicing it a we lot. We had it last week. Go back to last week and uh listen to how we said it then and then you can play it over it and we'll see what's right. Yep. Uh but Taxi has apparently been uh signed as a designated player. He is uh, for right now been confirmed to coming in the summer. I think at this point, you have to say that is probably what's going to happen. Um, as you said, the European windows are closing shut. Uh, Rapid Vienna actually also let go of wanting their starting strikers, I think, for a pretty high fee. To Orlando. Uh, to Orlando. So they are still alive in their championship race. Some people pointed out, they said, oh, the season ends in March. Not how it works in the Arsenal Bundesliga. Basically, Rapid Vienna right now is fighting for that playoff spot. They then Everything resets. They have a split group. And then they go at basically in a, in a sort of championship round. So he is going to play more matches for Rapid Vienna. Uh, please stay healthy, I guess, is the is the one term for this, uh, which is maybe the risk you take on a pre-contract. Um, I don't think, yeah. I think, I think either, I'm wondering if either team can, either party can t- tear it up as a pre-contract. Like if he gets yeah. hurt, there's got to be contingencies for stuff like that because he is, he's playing a, f- a half a year where you don't have any control over sort of what happens to, you know, if anybody in the chat wants to <laughs> give us the official ruling on uh, pre-contract uh, legalities, but I, I think the team, I think you're right. I don't think the team is going to spend additional funds to, to change things around and get him here for the first half of the season. I think that there's other moves. There's a, there's a loan move that's potentially in the works. That's still, that's still cooking, right? That window's still open. They can still move players in from this side. From oh yeah so 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 basically you know, how it works is uh, the the U the MLS window is not closing it is it is fully wide open I think until uh, sometime in the middle of the season I'll have to basically by, by it's a few weeks into the beginning of the season is what I should say uh, so DC MLS teams can go in and make international signings they can pay transfer fees they can do all of that the biggest problem and the reason you see a lot of moves done before then is because usually if a team like particularly in South America you want to go sign a hot South American that's a big time player. You're, it's going to be hard to get that player if there isn't a, pl- a replacement lined up. So, um, so basically, that that's kind of what we're that's kind of what we're uh, what we're looking at here. Um, from from and and the reason why um, 
why you see teams get business done now and why it's a little more difficult. Uh, to, but not impossible for this team to go get something. Uh, it looks like and looks like maybe they're getting a player who either is surplus requirements or struggling with Toluca in uh, Michael Estrada. Um, and uh, let's let's go ahead and get into that. We'll talk about the preseason game that nobody could watch uh, in a little bit. I think. Yeah. But uh, but basically, it looks like uh, DC United is poised to make a move uh, for Michael Estrada from Liga MX club Toluca. Uh, he did play th- 85 minutes for Ecuador. He's been a regular starter for Ecuador. Ecuador are pretty close to, uh, to to making the World Cup, I think. They're pretty solidly in that spot, I believe, the last time I looked. Um, there's been kind of some waffling as to whether it's a loan. I'm kind of hoping it's a loan based on his track record. 17 goals in 69 games in Liga MX is not a great track record. He does have a better track record for Ecuador. You never know when a player might be unhappy. He might be in a situation that's bad, and he suddenly gets to a new situation. He basically, I mean, if if, if this might open up, the team I think to bring in Estrada still has a, a would be short a uh, an international slot. So I'm not quite buying that four year contract. That has to be either like a two year two two year two year option type thing, or it's a loan with an option for four years or something like that. He uh, has not scored for his club team since May 12th of 2021. Just to yeah. just throw that in the mixer. Like you said, he has scored for Ecuador uh, numerous times since then. However, uh, we are a club team, so it is it is <laughs> we we hope we hope that he can find his boots. If that is the case, uh, loan option to buy is protecting DC United in a strong way here. Uh, the way it has every other time they've used it for uh, TT Rodriguez, for uh, Romo Abila, for a number of players that they that they decided to cut bait on. Um, so this is not this is not a solution necessarily. I don't think this is the, it's 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 a good to have. Um, there's you know there there was some there was some speculation that this would be the Ola replacement and then Ola could go out on trade. I think you've got a. I think you got. I, I don't think you can you can roll necessarily with uh, with Nigel uh, and 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 Mister Mister Estrada right off the bat. I, I think that that neither of those players have been proven scorers in MLS at the moment. So that that would be a that would be a that would be a gamble. I think. I think I think Olo for the first half of the season, unless you can find a nailed on like you know prolific and in form and confident striker, it's a big risk to take at the beginning of the season uh, before you know before your reinforcements arrive in the summer. Yeah. And, and, you know, we were looking at the um, we were looking at potentially trading him this before the season began. And I think that maybe those those avenues have changed. Maybe they can hold on. I'm I'm trying to figure out what their international roster. That's the only thing that concerns me, because uh, we get to talk about their uh, their other signing to replace um, Kevin Paredes, which is Brad Smith, which I don't think we brought up. Uh, basically, they took uh, what I'm going to call the Kevin Paredes money, bought an international lo- roster slot. And then traded uh, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in general allocation money for the rights to Brad Smith. Uh, he takes up a lot more of the salary cap uh, and might be hindering DC's cap cap moves here. That is a um, uh, that is for for those keeping score at home. That is forty percent of a Paul Ariola, Mister Brad Smith. If you look at it from just from a gam perspective, that's how much he costs. So keep that in yeah. mind. Yeah, um, I think. If we if we want to if we want to look at this, I think we want to look at this. Is is this a panic move? Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, it's hundred percent a panic move. This is a slot. I, I I do believe. I think this team can survive till the summer without a Paul direct Paul Ariel replacement. And I think this also opens up 
Give uh, give Griffin Yao a run. Give Ted Pietro a run. He's been he's been starting to be featured a lot more. I, I've seen him featured a little bit more by this team. I think they might be thinking maybe the ceiling's a little bit higher for him um, coming out of the, coming out of this camp. I would much rather if, I would much rather rather than try to bring in. You needed an emergency replacement for yep. for Kevin Paredes. That role can't be filled by anybody else really. The up top role, you're already talking about changing formations. Maybe wingbacks, maybe wingers won't be as huge of a role in this team. Maybe they'll be playing some type of different formations, maybe a bit narrower, a bit different. Um, they've already talked about switching to a two-striker formation. That seemed to be the idea sort of coming into this season was that maybe they were changing up a bit about how they played. Um, so we'll see. We'll see in that regard. But I would I would say, unless you have a guy, yep, this is our Paul Arrow replacement. He's a designated player. Why not just give Griffin Yao uh Tech QPH a run? You in the same boat, John, or are you are you on different uh a different wavelength there? I think based on where this team is at, that makes sense. I, I, I have said from the start that this is Griffin Yao's make it or break it year. So mm-hmm. in order for that to be so, he has to play. So that's maybe what you do. I think I think you're right. That's a that's a possibility. And if you listen to uh the team's sort of announcement about uh Brad Smith, they are excited about this. They see this as giving them two of the best attacking fullbacks in the league uh, with, with also Julian Gressel, he, he of the 11 assists last year. So we can see how this plays out. I think Seattle fans are not really tearing their hair over this. Uh, I think, that, I think he was sort of, they were looking to maybe move him on uh, from the start. Well, they, so like you said, this is panic move. It had to be done and we could have gotten a worse player. DC could have said, well, uh, Hmm, <laughs> who can we put back there? Uh, Jacob green, do you want to try fullback? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad they didn't do that. At least you you can feel positive in the fact that they went out and said, well, we need to find somebody that's going to be a comparable and they got a comparable replacement. He doesn't he's not going to bring, I guess, maybe the dribbling ability, but I think he brings the energy. He brings a lot of the offensive prowess that you saw from um, from Kevin Paredes. Uh, he's more expensive. He does take up an international slot, which I'm sure is not ideal. Uh, we basically trade away two main players, not just two main players, guys that didn't either weren't on the salary budget or didn't cost you an international slot. And so DC's having to adjust. They had to basically buy back the pick that they, the international slot that they send, um, which helps when you have a bunch of gam. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll be curious to see. Uh, how they spend the rest of that. They still have a million and a half in GAM basically left over plus anything additional. Um, so I'll be very curious to see how they how they spend that. Um, real quick, one last rumor. Um, Jan Danda uh, apparently was potentially going to make a move from Swansea. He seemed more like, at least from a positional sense, the Paul Areola replacement. Hopefully it wouldn't have cost that much. Apparently he, did, he was asked to take a pay cut to make that move, probably in the exchange of prompt, more promised playing time. Uh, he rejected that move. Uh, so apparently he is staying. I can't fault a guy uh, who, who doesn't want to make, who wants to make less money. Um, nope. I can understand maybe DC trying it, but at this point I'm like, you know what? I'd actually much rather see based on what I've seen as far as his stats, how much he's played for Swansea. I'm still kind of like, well, let's see what Griffin Yao and, or Ted Kitupiatru could give us out on that on that wide side uh, before we before we break the bank for this for this guy and bring him in um lastly uh we do have, we did have a preseason match no stream we can't really talk about much uh jonathan hopkins or john jackson two nine, yeah. jackson sorry jackson jackson hopkins or jackson five two nine two four two zero uh he apparently has now changed that <laughs> from his twitter handle he was uh, bullied with- he was bullied into submission very very quickly <laughs> i blame doug 
Yeah, yeah, but a one nothing goal for him to a one nothing win for DC. One goal for him. Nice to see him get off the path and opens up some. Uh, I'd be very curious. I, I I don't have Jackson Hopkins on my like Loudon United radar. I wonder you what should. the two Loud Adams think think about him. Yeah, he, no, he's he 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 played a lot with Ted Cudi Pietro last year. He scored a, I think he scored his first goal for them. Uh, as I said a hundred times, Fredericksburg's own. I'm a big fan of him only for that reason. I think he's committed to to play college next year. But, you know, I, we're not going to get carried away. I believe we thought maybe Kamarni Smith was going to uh, take over the league after his preseason scoring exploits last year. And they were like, well, maybe he'll, maybe they'll bring him, maybe he'll be the second starter. Maybe he'll be a second striker for uh, for Ola. Uh, but th- it was uh, a game we couldn't see. No one got hurt. It's a great game. <laughs> if no yeah. one got hurt, it's a great game. And speaking of not getting hurt, great. Or, or uh, getting hurt. From- <laughs> or getting hurt and then magically healing thyself in, in two seconds. Yeah, goal. Edison Flores uh, scores the winning goal for Peru against Colombia. They take basically control of the fourth spot. Uh, great, great news for him. The goal. Everybody's kind of pointing out the weak, the weakness, I guess, of the of the of the keep goalkeeping Who on cares? the goal. Yeah, I think what's impressive to me was that number one, also he got hurt and the and the meme started. I think every time, every time that dude pulls up an injury, goes off the field. Uh, but apparently he he was set to play and played 84 minutes. Um, I think what's more impressive for me about the goal is his energy level at that point. Um, I think that's a very that's a that's a positive for me heading into heading into 2022 for Edison Flores. Big year for him. Uh, last bit of news we want to drop: uh, DC United not fielding a W League team in 2022. Apparently they had announced that they were going to drop in. A lot of teams drop in brands. DC hadn't, and they have decided that they are going to reassess. For 2022 any anything we want to take into that is there any maybe more of a more positive relationship with uh with the spirit maybe with changing of the winds there or maybe no relation i think no yeah. relation i think this is just a budgetary i think it's maybe like a budgetary staff perspective i know you know i'm, I'm hearing some things about loudon uh, and about sort of the the team's decision to take that brand a little bit more seriously this year with mm-hmm. with m- money being spent, staff being hired, you saw some of the players come in this last week that are USL top tier quality uh, players that players that are uh, uh, that are really going to change maybe the tone and, and the and the average age of Loudon. So I, I think I think they're just sort of prioritizing their resources uh, where they where they need to be right now versus a club that uh, has yet to a, a league that has yet to get off the ground. They also said that potentially they go. You you I think you had it. Maybe not the W League. There's an, there's another league below that potentially that might be starting in 2023, or or they might carry so, a team there. Well, so so the, there's the W Super League, which is going to be kind of the Division Two. The W League is basically going to be Division Three. I think they've kind of I think they kind of jumped in on the W League, and then I think this W Super League kind of got started. I think they said, I think it seems like maybe they're reassessing to say, well, rather than us going headstrong into a third division league, getting stuff set up. What if we take a step back? Let's see how this W this W Super League does, and then maybe we jump in there. Um I think there has to be something. I I hope there's a better a better relationship uh between the uh between the uh Spirit and the uh, and United. I think there has to yes. be. There's yes. no way there there's no way there won't be with a certain potential change in ownership. I think that was really that was really the thing that was the the impediment based on all we've heard from, you know, from named and unnamed sources, there were big challenges in personality around DC United and and Steve Baldwin. So yep. hopefully that changes, and hopefully we get a little bit of, uh, of news in that regard here within the next, you know, s- soon, <laughs> very very soon. 
Yep, yep. All right, folks, that's going to do it for the second episode of United 96. We thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Catch us out next week. Also, check out some of our other podcasts, Kindred Spirits, which will be coming out on Thursday. Uh, And stay tuned for more more from this new venture we're doing. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Remember, rate, subscribe, iTunes, download, tell your friends. (laughs) Tell your friends about how awesome this podcast is. If you see them listening to RF Gear, she say, hey, there's a dedicated feed for just DC United. United 96, go download it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Vamos. Vamos. Vamos.